We all do things our own way, and since the way that each of us sleeps is unique, you need a bed that fits you just the right way. Sleep Number smart beds make your sleep experience as individual as you are, using cutting-edge technology to give you effortless, high-quality sleep every night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, during Sleep Number's President's Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed plus special financing for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. See store for details. Hey, everyone. I'm Chris Eliza, editor-at-large and politics reporter, in for David Chalian. I write and host The Point newsletter and YouTube show for CNN. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, January 28th. President Joe Biden was in Pittsburgh today discussing infrastructure, but some key Pennsylvania Democrats were missing from that event. You've probably heard by now that a snow-covered bridge collapsed in Pittsburgh this morning, a little after 6 a.m. Four vehicles were on the bridge when the collapse happened, but luckily there were no fatalities or life-threatening injuries. Purely by coincidence, Joe Biden was scheduled to promote his bipartisan infrastructure package just six miles from where the bridge collapsed. He decided to go forward with this trip. Here he was speaking about the collapse today. But across the country, there are 45,000 bridges in poor condition. It's just, it's just simply unacceptable. We saw today when a bridge is in disrepair, it literally can threaten lives. And we're going to rebuild that bridge along with thousands of other bridges in Pennsylvania and across the country because it's in our interest for our own safety's sake. The president has long talked about the importance of fixing crumbling bridges. Just two weeks ago, he announced a new program to repair and replace bridges in poor condition through funding from the bipartisan infrastructure law passed last year through Congress. And he's delivered several speeches of late in front of rundown bridges while trying to sell the importance of investing in infrastructure. Now, just to review, you'll remember that Biden's $1.2 trillion, that's trillion with a T, dollar infrastructure package was a big and relatively rare legislative win for the president. It touched on everything from bridges and roads to the nation's broadband, water, and energy systems. Today, Biden addressed the importance of that new law. Now, just 74 days after signing that law, we're already making tangible differences. For highways, ports, airports, rail, high-speed internet, clean air, clean water. That includes $1.6 billion over the next five years for Pennsylvania to repair its bridges. Now, another key thing to note from today's event is who wasn't in attendance. Two of the state's top Democrats, Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman and Attorney General Josh Shapiro, said they couldn't come today because they had, quote, scheduling conflicts, end quote. Shapiro will most likely be the Democratic nominee for the state's open gubernatorial seat this November, and Fetterman is the early frontrunner for the Democratic Senate nomination in Pennsylvania. So you might be wondering, why wouldn't these two Democrats running for higher office take the opportunity to be in an event with their Democratic president? And remember, too, Pennsylvania will most likely be one of the most closely watched states in the fall midterm elections with a governor's race and a Senate race. Well... It seems like they think that Biden might hurt their reps rather than help them. If Biden was at a 60% approval rating nationally or in Pennsylvania, my guess is those scheduling conflicts, they would have resolved themselves. The fact that he's 15 to 20 points below that mark guarantees that candidates on the ballot in 2022 are comfortable ghosting him. 
Neither Fetterman nor Shapiro is terribly eager to have a bunch of pictures taken or media stories published that link them directly to Biden. And it's not only in-person visits where people are leaving Biden behind. Axios' Sarah Mucha reports that Democrats in swing states and vulnerable districts in this year's 2020 midterms are distancing themselves from Biden on social media as his poll numbers hit a low point. However, it is unlikely that Democrats putting distance between themselves and the president is going to make that much of a difference. The first midterm election of a presidency tends to serve as a referendum on the current president, and usually it goes against the president's party, whether Democrats are seen in pictures with him or not. Now, Biden's trip to Pittsburgh also comes as part of Biden's unofficial launch of a new strategy for his second year in office. That is, he's planning to spend less time wrangling centrist Democratic senators, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, and more time jetting to places in swing states where he can highlight his achievements to ordinary Americans. At a press conference at the White House last week, Biden made clear his plan. I'm going to get out of this place more often. I'm going to go out and talk to the public. I'm going to do public fora. I'm going to interface with them. I'm going to make the cases what we've already done, why it's important, and what will happen if they support what else I want to do. Because of the pandemic, Biden has been very limited in the types of events he can hold. His team is mulling different ways to present his message to the American public in 2022 with events like today's. Advisors and others familiar with the plans tell CNN that Biden has wondered aloud why his message isn't getting through to the American people. For instance, Biden has expressed confusion at why majorities of Americans say the economy is doing poorly when economic numbers seem to suggest otherwise. This has resulted in Biden explicitly telling his advisors he knows his messaging strategy isn't working and looking for ways to address the disconnect. So we'll see if events like today's help Biden get his accomplishments and plans out to the American people and ultimately help boost Democrats ahead of this year's midterm elections. That's it for today's political briefing. I'm Chris Eliza. Thanks so much for listening, and please take a minute to be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN's political briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Mohammed Darwish is our senior producer, and our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Taylor Galgano. We'll be back Monday. <laughs>